Honestly, if anybody's gonna recommend a potential partner to me, I probably want it to be Facebook. Hey everyone, what's up? And welcome back to a special edition of the Freelance Friday podcast. I'm gonna call this the Freelance Friday podcast plus social notes mashup. So I am filming this podcast on video. This is so confusing. I always confuse myself when I'm recording the podcast because I say that I'm filming and I'm not filming, I'm recording, but I'm doing both today. So if you're listening to the podcast and you would prefer to see this in video format, just go over to my YouTube channel. It's gonna be linked in the show notes. And if you're watching this and would rather listen to it, go ahead and subscribe to the Freelance Friday podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and directly through my website and probably some other places that I can't think of right now. But I thought that this would be a good episode kind of for both channels because it's pretty, interesting, fascinating information in the social space. So what I'm talking about today is what happened at the Facebook F8 keynote that Mark Zuckerberg gave, performed, (laughs) whatever, presented this past week. It was just a few days ago at the time of recording this. So there's quite a few kind of game-changing things for Facebook or big announcements, at least. They do this every single year. It's like Facebook's big conference where they announce everything that's going on for the year, similar to the Apple big event and things like that. So anyway, I thought that this would be a good one to talk about with y'all. I'm gonna just talk about some of the key things that I think are important for all of us to know based on those things. So first thing that was very stressed in this keynote was privacy. As a lot of you know, I'm sure Facebook has been under a lot of scrutiny for their handling of privacy issues, or maybe they're not so handling of privacy issues. Um, And so, yeah, privacy was a big topic of discussion. And Mark Zuckerberg assured us or let us know that he really wants Facebook to be a privacy focused social platform that was said multiple times throughout the address. So just something important to keep in mind here. Um, The three big things that they're noticing that their users are using to communicate are private messaging, small groups, and stories. So this was also very interesting because these are all private forms of communication, right? For the most part. I mean, stories are kind of like a hybrid, but the way that you interact with somebody who posts a story is you send them a message. So these three things were prioritized. And I always think it's important to pay attention to those things that are mentioned because those are going to be the areas where Facebook is putting the most resources and time and studies and all of that stuff into. And typically, my experience as a social media manager is that those are the areas where you should probably be experimenting with because they're likely going to be prioritized in the algorithm as a new feature. Um, there's just going to be a lot of eyes on them, that kind of thing. So private messaging, small groups, and stories. If those are not a part of your social media strategy already, maybe they should be. I'm a huge advocate of not forcing something. So don't start a Facebook group just because you heard that it was a thing to do if it doesn't make sense for your business or for your client's business. But if it does, you might wanna consider that. I mean, now's the time. (laughs) Another thing that was interesting too that was said multiple times throughout the address or at least one time very prominently was the future is private. So again, just think about that. We talk about social media. We think about social media as being like a really loud, extroverted kind of thing. But I do think, you know, Last year, I think 2018 or 2017, I don't know, was the year of quote unquote dark social. And dark social is social media posts that are not public. So think advertisements that don't live on your Facebook page, but live within the newsfeed, that kind of thing. That was a big topic of conversation last year. 
And um, I think we're kind of continuing down that same path of private, dark, that kind of thing. Anyway, so real quick, I'll give you a highlight of the five most interesting things to me. And then I'm going to run down and go through these features kind of more in depth. So I think the first most fascinating thing about this address was, besides the privacy and all that stuff, was FB5 is what they're calling the updated newsfeed. So the updated newsfeed is going to be more focused on groups and messaging and things like that, less focused on, you know, status updates and ads and things like that. So definitely something to pay attention to. Number two, messenger. Private messages are going to be huge. There's a standalone desktop app now, or there will be, as well as kind of a close friends circle on Facebook Messenger. Number three, as reported in the last episode of Social Notes on this channel, on my YouTube channel, Instagram likes are going to be much less prominent. So not only, which I talked about in that video, are they testing hiding the number of likes underneath a picture, but they're also going to be testing or introducing, I guess I should say, a view on the Instagram profile where likes are much less prominent. They're not so in your face like, oh my gosh, she has 5,000 followers or whatever. It's gonna be much more subdued, I think. Number four, dating. Really cool for my single people out there. I, I, I'm interested in this, to be honest. I think it's pretty cool. So dating, I guess, was rolled out last F8. I didn't know that. I wasn't really paying attention back then. But now it is being rolled out to 14 new countries. And they're also introducing a feature called Secret Crush, which we'll talk about later in the episode. And 5VR, which I'm not going to lie to you about. I don't, I, I, it's like over my head. I don't understand VR. But they are introducing two VR headsets. They're mass market headsets and they'll be available in May. All right, so let's just run down. I was taking notes. I was taking a ton of notes. So these aren't necessarily quite in order of what I just said, but we're just gonna run down some of the interesting things. So number one, Messenger. The Messenger app itself is gonna take up less battery, less storage. It's gonna be under 30 megabytes. Don't laugh at me, which is significantly smaller than the app is right now. And it's also going to have a 1.3 second cold start time. So just some interesting little nerd stats for you there. There's going to be end-to-end encryption by default, similar to WhatsApp. I know that's one of the reasons that a lot of people love WhatsApp now. So Facebook Messenger is going to become a lot more secure and hopefully private. Not only are you going to be able to communicate with Facebook Messenger users, but you'll also be able to communicate with people on Instagram and WhatsApp. So it's gonna be kind of like a trifecta type messenger. And there's also going to be a second tab built in for people that you care about the most. So kind of like the close friends circle on Instagram stories, which I have still yet to use at all. But an interesting thing, I could maybe see myself trying this. I feel like, again, they're kind of borrowing from WhatsApp, which is their product as well. But I know a lot of people have WhatsApp groups and things like that. So similar feature to that. Uh, Watch together feature, which is really cool. So I've been in long distance relationships before, and I would do like a DIY version of this back in the day. This was before even, I guess I used Skype back in the day. And yeah, I think it's going to be similar feature to that. So little details on that, but I think this could be a really cool thing. And then you can also message from any device now because there will be a desktop app. Now, a lot of people were saying that the desktop app looks very familiar and it really does. It looks quite a lot like Skype. I think it looks great. And I'm 
intrigued to see what happens with this. I don't use Facebook Messenger a ton for business, but I use Skype a lot for business when I'm communicating, especially with clients in different countries and different time zones and things like that. And it might be able to do it for me. Maybe all I'll need to use is Facebook Messenger moving forward. So we'll see. WhatsApp, there are a couple of updates to WhatsApp, but I'm not gonna run through every single one of them because I don't think a lot of people watching this video or listening to this podcast use WhatsApp and there weren't a ton of earth shattering things, but basically they're gonna make it easier to message businesses and bringing a business product catalog to WhatsApp. So that's pretty cool. FB5, like I mentioned, that's really the big, big thing. And a lot of you have probably already noticed this. I actually do not have the Facebook app on my phone. I'm gonna download it after this video so I can share some screenshots maybe. But yeah, I, I, it's like a, a thing I do for myself so that I'm not on Facebook all the time. So I haven't noticed it, but this new design, new newsfeed has rolled out already. So if you do have the Facebook app, you've seen it already. Uh, and they're really putting communities at the center of this. So the desktop, update is going to be rolling out in the next few months, but there's going to be a few different updates to it. Like you can save your spot in the newsfeed, which I love. I hate it when I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to click on that or I want to comment on that, but like, oh, my laundry's done. Got to get up. And then I open up my phone again or open up my computer again and it's gone and I can't find it. There's also going to be a dark mode. They're going to do a refresh to workplace, which is kind of like Facebook's version of Slack. I've yet to adopt that one. I'm not a fan personally, but we'll see. You know, I think it takes a while before these Facebook features really catch on, or at least for me. There's going to be an updated groups tab. So there'll be a new way that they will start suggesting groups to you and a tool to match you to groups. There's gonna be a lot of different things also here. Let me look at my notes here. They're adding groups to the composer. So when you go in to post a status, it'll be a lot easier to share to a group. You can also ask an admin to post. This is a new feature, which I think is pretty cool. I don't personally see this being used for my own Facebook group or anything like that, but I can see if you're in a really private group about, I don't know, like parenting or, you know, substance abuse or, you know, something like really deep. You can basically say, I'm not comfortable asking this question. Can an admin post it and basically like ask for a friend kind of thing. So I think that's pretty cool. There'll be some new professional communities features for like hiring and recruiting and stuff, which is exciting. A group chat feature, which I didn't fully understand, but sounds like it could be very cool and very useful, especially for educational type groups. I know Twitter chats are kind of having, I don't know if they're having a comeback or if I'm just paying attention to them more now, but I do notice a lot of Twitter chats going on in my Twitter newsfeed. So maybe the group chat feature could be kind of a rival to that. And snipping communities, shipping communities. I couldn't read my notes, shipping communities. So to me, my understanding of this is like the buy sell groups. I can't remember what they're called now marketplace. So they'll basically have shipping communities. So as opposed to where you have to go Craigslist it up and go to somebody's house and pick up like a mattress or whatever, there'll be opportunities for you to basically sell directly through Facebook. You know, they take the payment information and act as the middleman and then you can ship stuff out, product out. So that's kind of the big FB5 update, which is pretty significant and pretty exciting. Facebook dating is another one that I'm honestly pretty excited about, even though I have no plans to use it. I do think it makes sense. And I was kind of wondering when Facebook would get into that space because they're kind of hot, you know? Like, I mean, obviously Tinder is like, 
like everyone knows what that is, even if you've never used it like me, uh, but there's Bumble and all of these different ones out there. And I, you know, it makes sense. Facebook has so much data on us and knows so much about us, which is kind of creepy. But honestly, if anybody's going to recommend a potential partner to me, I probably want it to be Facebook because I feel like Facebook knows me better than like an app that I've never used before. So they're going to be recommending people to you based on things like shared groups and shared events. It's a separate profile. So don't worry, you're not going to be like automatically opted into Facebook dating. And then on the reverse, if you want to be on Facebook dating, you're not going to be blasting out to your former coworkers and your, you know, family that you're looking for a partner and exactly what you're into and all that kind of stuff, because that could be awkward. So your activities on there aren't public, nothing like that. It's going to be coming to the U.S. in late 2019 or later in 2019, I believe they said. And then there's also this thing, which I, when I first read about it, because I read about it actually before the keynote, I think. And I was like, this sounds so darn creepy. But when he explained it, it's way less creepy. It's called Secret Crush. So it's essentially a private list. You add people to your private list that you'd be interested in or, you know, that you have a secret crush on. If those people add you to their secret crush list as well, you'll get like a little notification like, hey, you guys matched. You guys both have secret crushes on each other. And then you can communicate or whatever. Again, it's going to be private and separate from the regular Facebook profile. But I think, I don't know, it's like, it's nice for introverts, I guess. I mean, again, I'm not going to be using Facebook dating, but if I were, I'm definitely an introvert. I'm definitely not going to like hit up some dude, especially if I knew him already in my life. So that's an interesting one. There's also going to be some new opportunities to meet new friends based on shared communities and stuff. Wasn't very clear on that. Didn't take a deep dive into that. Facebook logo got an update. So it does look nice. I'll be honest. Instagram. Okay, this is what a lot of people care about, I'm sure. So there is a completely new Instagram camera redesign. So there's a, the big update to this is the create mode. So create mode is going to be the opportunity to post things like polls and quizzes and um, stickers and stuff like that without having a photo. So I'm sure like me, you have found a DIY way to do this, which for me, it's just been like, take a picture of the ground and then put the sticker over it or whatever. I've also created some backgrounds in Canva and things like that, that I just have on my phone for when I need to do something like that. But Instagram is being proactive now, taking a little bit of the work out of that for us creators and users and allowing us to just like do some cool stuff on that within like their own camera. So that's exciting. Again, the follower number is going to be a lot less prominent, which is super exciting. The private like counts. Also, I talked about in last episode of Social Notes and earlier in this episode, they said that they want to make Instagram a place where you feel safe and supported. And they did note that this is going to take time, this anti-bullying effort that they're putting forth which I commend them, I guess, for being honest about. But at the same time, I think it's a bit of a crutch because I think there's things that they could be doing faster. But, you know, I understand and I appreciate the effort. So there's a bunch of different features that they put up on the screen there. Just a couple of them. Uh, comment filters, which I think already exist, but maybe updates to them. And then there's also going to be something called an away mode, which seems actually pretty cool for me and is something that if they had it available right now, I would probably do right now because Instagram is stressing me out. Um, not because anything happened, but the situations that they said that they um, shared for reasons for using this are things like a breakup or, you know, going to a new school or, you know, things that are maybe a little traumatic or stressful in your life where 
Instagram might kind of contribute to that. You know, if I were going through a period of intense, intense anxiety or um, I was just triggered by something um, or whatever, you're recovering from an eating disorder. Like, I don't know. There's so many different reasons why Instagram can be really toxic. So they're giving an away mode, which basically like puts your profile on hold, I guess. So I like the idea of it, but at the same time, I feel like you got to have self-control still because I think you can pretty much just turn it back on whenever you want, but we'll see. And then there was some updates to Spark AR. There's going to be an AR beta for Instagram and then Portal, which is their little Alexa type thing where you can have video chats and things. They, they're advertising it a lot, I noticed, towards older people, towards like grandparents and things to keep in touch with their families. So that is going to be launching internationally this year. And WhatsApp will be included in Portal. So I think previously you could only use Facebook Messenger, but you'll be able to use WhatsApp as well. And there'll be end-to-end encryption on the video calls as well. And then virtual reality, like I said, I'm not going to even pretend. I don't understand virtual reality. So if somebody would like, I'm sure somebody will comment down below and ruin my day. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm sure somebody will let me know. I don't really understand what VR is, but Oculus Rift S and Oculus Quest, the pre-orders were available on the day of the keynote and will be shipping out in May and they're $399. So that is it. That was what was shared in the Facebook F8 keynote by Mark Zuck and squad. So let me know, let me know what you think of these features. I'm excited. I'm excited for the messenger app. I think that's probably the thing that I'm the most excited for personally, just because I can actually see myself using it. I really don't use Facebook messenger a lot, but I do, there is a need for something like that, like either Skype or Messenger or, or whatever for me and my business. So I'm hopeful that maybe that will be a good solution. And I'm also excited about the Instagram changes. I mean, I'm cautiously excited because Instagram just to me can be really toxic. And so I'm excited that they're thinking about that and that they're considering that and they're trying to make it a better, safer, more supportive community. And I'm also excited about the groups thing. I guess I'm excited about a lot of things because, you know, my Facebook group has become a big part of my online life. I really love getting in there and talking with people on there every day. And I think it's just been really helpful for the people in it. And then it's also in turn been helpful for my business. Not that that's the only reason I have it, but it has been great because the reach on my Facebook group is so much better. I could, I don't even barely post on my Facebook pages anymore. The Facebook group reach is just so much better. So yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, just continued improvement with groups, continued prioritization. Hopefully my group can continue growing and all groups can continue growing and they'll be positive places. So anyway, let me know what you thought of these highlights from the address. Let me know if you watched it, if you caught anything that I didn't catch or if you, you know, have anything to add, I would love to hear from you. Comment down below if you're watching the video. If you're listening to the podcast, as always, go ahead and take a screenshot of the podcast. Let me know that you're listening and tag me on Instagram at a journey east underscore in your Instagram stories. Let me know what you think of the episode and be sure to review the podcast. Whether you're watching or listening, you can head over to iTunes. I'll leave a link in the description box of the video and leave me a review if you think this podcast is helpful for you. It really helps me out a ton. And if you're on YouTube, thumbs up the video and subscribe so you don't miss videos like this. I post multiple times per week now and I'll see you next time. Bye. And that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to let me know. Rating this podcast is a huge help. And you can also tweet me at a journey east with comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Lastly, make sure to join my private Facebook group, Money Making Micro Influencer, if you're interested in elevating your influence and taking charge of your personal brand. There are so many like-minded, bright individuals in there, and it's a place I love to offer up free advice and a little bit of extra fun into. You can find it by searching Facebook for Money Making Micro Influencer. It'll also be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. 